Where's that dust coming from? Still finding debris after vacuuming? Eufy X10 Pro Omni Robot Vacuum has 8,000 PA of powerful suction to remove debris deep in carpets. And it's totally hands-free. Want to know more? Go to eufy.com. That's E-U-F-Y.com and discover X10 Pro Omni, the best-in-class all-in-one robot vacuum for only $799. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am, but Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The Dolphins. What a team. What a year it was. Where do you think they're going to end up this year? It's hard to pin down. I think the... I think they're going to stay around the same, even though they've got a couple of good signings. Because I think part of the reason why they did so well was the shock factor. Nobody had any idea what to expect. And then at the back end of the season, teams started to work them out. I think a few new players will help cancel that out, but probably not finals this year, but might make a few upsets. Yeah, for sure. I'm going sort of middle of the pack, probably around that 10th, 10th or so. Can't see them making the finals. There's so many good teams, isn't there? So... They're building. I really like the look of the squad, though. That few extra players just, I think, is going to help them out with injuries, isn't it? So, you and Aiken to kick things off at five forty nine just continues to score well each and every year. Hey, obviously we remember him as that cracking cash cow when he first came in and center second row. He plays a little bit of both sometimes and, and always scores well, but just not enough is he at the moment for us. Nah, he's not quite that keeper level you want, and there's a bit of pressure on him now. So. Where does he play? Does he play center? Does he move to second row even? Or does he just miss out? Because, I mean, Farnworth has to play. Avrilo possibly plays. And then where does that leave the rest of the back line? He may miss out, yeah. Uh, Avrilo, he's the interesting one at 447. Do you see much upside or improvement him with him moving to a slightly better side? Depends where he plays, to be honest. If he does slot into that team somewhere, where do you reckon it'll be? Do you reckon they'll, if he is there, they'll put him a fullback? I think he has to play center. There's a little bit of chatter around, you know, Herbie maybe moving to fullback if if um, if uh, Tabuai Fido was going to move into centers, and that's where that's where Aiken might be out of a job, which mm-hmm. I think either way he will be if um, if Avril is one center and you've got Herbie is the other, so. Yeah, if he plays center, do you see him with having much upside? Not a lot. I mean, he's come from the Bulldogs, but he doesn't really have a particularly fantasy-relevant game. He sort of slowly got to where he's priced at, and then I don't expect him to change much from that. 
for sure. Uh, Jack Bostock, he came in and had a you know a couple of decent games there for sure. But a three hundred seven k, he's probably not in that top seventeen, is he? No, not not quite relevant. I think he'll need an injury or two to go down with these backline signings, and so probably just one to look out for in the future. For sure, Jesse Bomb at five ten. Do you see his minutes dropping much? We'll get into that pack predictor shortly, but yeah, what do you see? Yeah, I think a few of these um, big minute middle forwards are going to drop a bit this year, a little bit like the Cowboys. You've got Tommy Flegler coming in. He's going to be a big leader of the pack and you've got uh, Gilbert returning as well because he, what was it, about round 12 or something, he injured himself for the year. And so similarly, there was a few players that got inflated scores as a result of that, of the being more minutes to go around. And now it's going to get pushed back down again. So I think uh, Jesse Bromwich is going to lose probably 10 minutes and not be very relevant. Yeah, it was first um, first game of origin for, for Gilbert, unfortunately for him uh, mm-hmm. in that one. So you say, yeah, Jesse, Kenny, few of those guys that probably have to you know, share a few more minutes and they really had to step up with all the injuries that they had, right? So yeah, I think the... That's where you probably don't see too much value in in this side, especially in the in the forwards uh, at this point of the of the preseason. That's for sure. Until we potentially see some issues there, spoke about Kenny won't be of any interest. Herbie Farnworth, you've got as an avoid as well. Did average uh, forty seven last year, which was incredible. At the Broncos, moving to the Dolphins, do you see much of a change? Yeah, a change probably not for the better. I mean, last year Broncos were a top two team, fantastic attack. Great team. This year, he there's going to be a lot of attacking focus on him because he's a good player, but I don't think the points and the attack is going to be there. So I reckon because of the way that he plays, he'll still be up and amongst the best centers. We definitely don't want to start with him because I think there's just no upside and there is a decent amount of downside. Very fair. What are your thoughts on Flegler moving over? You said he'd be the leader of the pack. Does that help him fantasy-wise? I think it might but I don't think it'll be enough. We saw at the Broncos, even in games where some of their forwards were missing, and he was like, oh, wow, Flegler's playing 50, 55, 60 minutes, and he was still only scoring sort of those mid-40s. His PPM isn't quite up there with the top-tier fantasy scorers, so priced at 37, that probably means to break even he needs high 40s minutes, so if he gets 50, not much is going to happen. Mm, exactly. Uh, Tommy Gilbert, an incredible player for this team and obviously made origin off the back of that over the last couple of years. At 6.53 though, no discount on his limited, limited games. Um, Minutes-wise, he probably needs close to 70, 80. Won't get it though, will he? No, he needs a lot of minutes. And with there's a lot of um, aging players in this pack, but they're a very experienced bunch and they're very valuable in this team still. So I can't see a world where Gilbert plays 70 or 80 minutes. Yeah, that's probably more the thing, isn't it? They have you know the Bromwich brothers, which even if they aren't going to play massive minutes, they need to play because of, of all that experience. And same with Felice Cafusi at that. So and, and then Gilbert to add into that. So those four guys that are uh, are demanding minutes and uh, yeah, it'll be hard to get any of them down to sort of a 20 or 30 and giving other people opportunities for big minutes. Harrison Graham was a uh, you know, fan favorite. He, he made a, a lot of people some money actually last year. He ended up at 463. Uh, so unless he gets sort of a, a 70, 80 minutes out of him, if, if Jeremy Marshall King goes, goes down again, untouchable. Yep. Uh, yeah, for- can't buy him even as a bench hooker at that price. Nowhere near. 
No. Uh, Rob Jennings, the 265, probably a bit down the pecking order, right? Yeah, had a couple of shots last year. Couldn't really dig into the side. Now there's more backline players. Yep. Who's going to play six in your opinion? Is it Isaiah Katoa? Uh, I think he will probably start there. But um, yeah, I don't see any guarantee that he'll stay there. He had a, he had had He's still very young. So there's all a chance that he'll get a couple games, use that, then go back to cup. So, and, and, and well, he's nearly 400 K this year instead of being base price. So there's no slow, gradual easing upwards of cash. He's just going to sit there. Yeah. Yeah. He's good. Um, good few weeks. There. I think I, that was one of the guys I bought at the correct time. Some people, you know, started with him and saved a trade, but um, yeah, I missed, I left him out for that first like five weeks. And then I brought him in and he kind of went thirties to 40 which was cool. So you could do that again and make money, right? But uh, yeah, it's a bit of a, a hope, hit and hope, that's for sure. Felice Kafusi at 501, close to a gun in in you know, in yesteryear, but uh, is he just an avoid at this point? Yeah, mid-30s, high-30s sort of edge, nowhere near a gun, same role um, as the last plenty of years, not fantasy relevant. Yeah, been a while. Uh, Oren Keeley, do we know much about him at this point? Not really. He's he's on the fringe of their top 30. I think he's a pretty good player, but uh, I don't know too much about him. Okay, we'll leave a few of these guys. Uh, really, good thing is there's not many from these top 30s of all of them that we don't know, which is uh, which is cool, but we will find out. Uh, as soon as they get close to this team, we'll know about them, that's for sure. Josh Kerr and Edric Lee, two of the most fantasy-relevant players in the game, right? Oh, 100%. If you didn't buy Edric Lee for his five tries, what were you doing? <laughs> Joshy Gurr. Does he get a spot in this pack? I think he's closer than some of the others, but I don't think he can push in with all of those veterans there. Connolly Lemuelu with a, you know, he scored zero points last year, according to NRL Fantasy. Did you see that? Yeah, I think we talked about him too much in preseason when he was um, really cheap. And they're like, oh, we made a mistake. Let's fix it. Pretty funny. Um, but he said, that's the, it's still the only player that they've got. He's got in there twice at 470 odd and then 570. So I think that's where they're, uh, yeah, there's still a, an, an issue in NRL fantasy side of things. But uh, yeah, he averaged 41.8 for the season, like you've got here. And we're expecting him to play big minutes again, right? In the second row, we actually averaged a, a good amount more than that than that forty one in second row in general, including his concussion games. I believe it was about forty three and a half. You take out the concussion games, he's sort of a forty seven to forty eight, and potentially has a little bit of value. But is that enough? Yeah, I think losing his center jewel probably kills any of the real interest we would have had in him if we had somebody who was scoring high forties. Uh, at centre for a little bit of discount, that's fantastic because as a forward, there's less scope for it to go wrong early season. But there, he was one of those guys that did come off for 10, 15, 20 minutes for a couple of games in the back end of the season. And there's a little bit of pressure regarding does he have that spot over some of these other options. So I think he's going to be the one that doesn't play 80 consistently over uh, like Kafusi. So mm. I don't think he'll hit that 48. I think he'll be more likely to hit low to mid 40s, about where he's priced. Yeah, just so many injuries, wasn't there? Jerry Marshall King, the, the man that we are here in this watching this video for. 
Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard Fixed Indemnity Insurance Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. 47.3, Lockie moves in his chair, gets set up to to talk about the great man. Uh, I do really in, enjoy watching him play. A lot of tries this last year. Do you think he can keep that up for one, especially at the beginning of the year? And obviously his shoulder was a big issue. Uh, tell me your thoughts on Jeremy. Yeah, he. I think he's a pretty good option, to be honest. There was quite a significant drop-off after he had that injury. Pre that injury, he was actually averaging 53 and that was including a Sinbin game. So I think there is a little bit of upside, but one of the other big things going in his favor is that the Dolphins are like the 2023 Eels. They're the only team to play all three origin weeks and he's no risk of uh, being in either camp. So he can be that keeper hooker for you throughout that whole period. So if he's somebody who's got a little bit of value, borderline, um, keeper in the hooker position and is a great origin potential keeper full steam ahead for me. He's currently in my team. Yeah. There's a few ticks. That's for sure. Uh, if you, so you have him in your team, are you likely pairing him with another hooker or would you look to trade someone in, in round three when they have their buy? I'm tossing up between Grant and Robson at the moment because yeah. there's a it's mostly around Grant because there's a lot of positives and a lot of negatives based on his draw and the side and stuff. So it's just going to come down how the cash works as we get closer to the beginning of the season. We get a bit more certainty, I think. For sure. Uh, Anthony Milford, 323. He's just all over the shop, isn't it? With him, if he actually gets a spot on this side and then he's out and he's in and he's out. So leaving him, leaving him, won't even talk about him. Yeah, leave him out. Cool. Mark Nichols, he was a fun one last year. Along with Jared Wallace, two guys that would have monster games. And uh, yeah, make a ton of money, score really big points, and then would have just really low minute games and low scores. So the, the ceiling was uh, was wild with those two. But uh, at five thirty six, it's way too expensive. Cody Nikarima, what is going to happen with this guy? Let's go to the pack predictor for 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 us there, just to have a little bit of an idea as where you think he might fit in. Yeah, I, I'm not sure what they're going to do to start the year. I really think. To start off, they might use Ray Stone as the utility, and they've just got a lot of different players who can move about. If Aitken somehow is in the team, he can cover he can cover forwards, he can cover center. A lot of their backline can cover each other, and Ray Stone can cover hooker if it goes wrong. So Cody Nickarim was really great for them last year, and I wouldn't be surprised to see him in the 14. But if he was, um, I would more be worried about uh, probably Katoa and Jeremy Marshall King over the backline players, given how much they've shored up those areas. Okay, let's just say that he is in that 14 role. What what does that do for you with Marshall King? If he's in that 14 role, I'd have to look really close at the trials and see where Cody's going to play. 
Okay. Because if he spends any time at hooker whatsoever, yeah, that pushes Marshall King probably down to like a couple minutes, a couple games playing 65, 70 minutes, a little yeah. bit like a, a Reed Marnie. And then a lot of the appeal goes away. Yeah, because like Nicaremo is in the halves. He was at fullback last year for for the majority of it. So do you think there's actually a chance he just completely misses out? Yeah, it, it's a tough six. one because there are, there's going to be one spot that's either sort of that hooker cover or that halves cover. And it's probably a battle between probably Nicarima, Raystone, and Milford. And I think Milford's probably last out of those. So it'll see, we'll see how it goes for those other two. Okay. Yeah, it's very interesting how that's how that will play out, especially with um with Cody being very expensive as well. So if he does get a bench spot and then there's some injuries, I can see some interest in him. You'd agree with that? Yeah, it was more so at fullback, to be honest, because uh Sean O'Sullivan takes a lot of the kicking meters and the base stat duties. But yeah, if if he does drop in price a bit from starting on the bench trial and then moves into the starting side at some point, yeah, uh, we saw what he did last year. It can be valuable. For sure. Tessie, knew any interest in him at 424? It's not super expensive. He's just been somebody that he's been hyped up for a while and both in NRL and in fantasy hasn't really quite delivered what we were hoping. So priced at 30, not really much of a role change and actually probably less job security, not one for me. If Sean O'Sullivan can kind of work himself into the season, is he a 50 guy? I think there's a, a world where he can touch 50, but I think that's his ceiling. He's not quite as dominant as some of the other guys floating around. And given that... Well, we saw a lot of difference last year in the halves. We've, if if Milford came in for a couple of games, for example, Milford is a really big kick meter guy and that can hurt Sullivan. So there's a lot of things that can bring him down from that 50 spot. So I've, I've probably got him averaging a little more than last year, but not enough to get me interested. Yeah, I can I can see that as well. It's a very awkward price, just under 600. Raystone at 468, way too expensive for a bench guy. The Hammer. A lot of people talk about this man. 564K. Obviously had a great start to his season. Is he just is he just too expensive? Do you see progression from here? Where can it where can you see him improving on this? And where can you see him sort of staying the same or going down? I can see him improving on it if he stays consistently at fullback and the new signings really help the Dolphins. I think if they turn into a better more well-rounded team with better attack, he can definitely benefit off that and have some really big uh, ceiling scores. But yeah, there's always the worry that he might be moved around. He, he went to center at the back end of last year. And there's yeah. even talk that somebody who's a full-time center, Herbie Farnworth may even play fullback at some point. So there, there's a lot of question marks as to what this Dolphins team is going to do this year and just what I guess that back line is going to look like this year. For sure. I think the Herbie thing was like, oh, you know, why would he move if it wasn't for getting like fullback money and playing fullback? Like he wants to play fullback. That's kind of the chat. So don't don't listen to too much of what we're saying. Uh, Val Stefano, did you see the photo of him in the Cook Islands looking absolutely shred? I did. He's he's <laughs> certainly gone to camp and done the work. I Good just think that... Good on him. I, I would really love for him to, to break back in at some point. But yeah, not at nearly 500k. Yeah. 
did well for us. Mason Teague at 329. Yeah, if, if there's a lot of injuries, we'll talk about him until then. No. Jared Wallace at 578. He averaged 42. And we'll say that he had games of 70 in the like. So crazy for him. Um, yeah, no real, not very much to say for him when you've got guys like Flegler and then Gilbert coming back. So back into the minutes for for the for the forwards there. So you got Jay Brom at 35. That makes sense. Flegs at 45. Is that what you sort of say anywhere between 45 and 50 with Flegs? Yeah. I, I had him at 50 and Gilbert at 50 at one point, but it, it really depends how the bench lines up, to be honest. If we do get a Cody Nicarima on the bench, all of a sudden your your Fleglers and your Gilberts and maybe your Nichols go up five minutes because uh, he's not going to be there really covering the middles. He's going to be there for either the hooker or he's going to move into the halves for, for half a game and Katoa will come off. Yeah, I do see that Katoa coming off as a potential thing, and then he could just be there for cover in the, in the back seven, I suppose, anyway. Um, and then you've got Nichols and Wallace just dropping down, which makes sense. I even, yeah, I even see Gilbert between the 55 and 60, average 58 minutes last year before he got injured. So that seems about fair. I can only see scope for him improving at... Uh, yeah, at a minimum there. And then you've got Kenny Roman about that 30. He's kind of in between at the moment, isn't he? He's like, is he going to be you know, playing some good minutes through the middle still, or is he kind of on the way out? It's probably closer to the end of his career, isn't he? Yeah, it's a hard one because you almost expect him to start over Lemuelu, but he did play a lot of, he did transition into a lot more of a middle uh, during last year. And so you'd think that it'd be more towards a bench spot uh, where he's doing that hybrid role again. And in that case, he would be someone to drop a lot of money. Oh yeah. Uh, and then Ray Stone at 25. That makes sense there. So yeah, not too much value in this squad. You've got Marshall King at 4.7. Flegler at one at those minutes anyway, 45. Uh, Kafusi actually with a, a few points of value, funnily enough. If he does get the 80 as well, they, yeah, he might be a guy that goes to 65, 70 as well. But uh, we'll have to see uh, how things go. And then a lot of value drop from that bottom four there with uh, with Kenny Brom and Stone there at 17 and a half and 16 and a half respectively. Any further thoughts on the Dolphins, mate? I think they're going to surprise us again this year a little bit differently. I think... Herbie and Flegler are really huge for them uh, moving forward into the future. I'm not sure if we're going to see it immediately this year, transforming them to a top eight side, but I do think it bodes well for them. Definitely. Well, thanks everyone for being here for the Dolphins. Obviously not a whole lot of value, not a whole lot of interesting guys in this one, but they yeah, will all play a part at some points. It's good to know all of your players there. Thanks for being here. We'll catch you in the next one.